What's going on, everybody? Hi. Welcome or welcome back to the cast if you're listening to it or the channel if you're watching it <laughs> on YouTube. But we are officially Heart of Heat, unofficially Princess and the Raj. So as you can see, or as you can hear, the one currently speaking is the Raj. And my partner right now for this cast and video is the beautiful Princess Aurili. Yeah, how do we really feel about that though? The Princess and the Raj. I mean... It's not a, the Raj. It's a play. It's a play on word because it's supposed to be frog. It's not gonna be Rog because Raj is short for Roger, which is my name. In case yeah. y'all don't know, so we thought it was kind of clever, uh, being that most of the stuff we're gonna be talking about today is kind of Disney related, and since right. uh, the princess here loves Disney, so Disney, uh, thank you for inspiring the name. The unofficial name of this channel slash podcast, which is The Princess and the Raj. I'm here for it. Of course you are. You are the princess, so you have to be here for it. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, so um, pr a few things uh, a few things got um, released today in the different news outlets. Now, for me, news uh, is not... Whenever I say news, I don't refer to like political things and current events i mean those things are important and i do stay up to date with that but when i'm talking about news that i want to fill my head with and uh, my emotional space with yeah. it's mostly like related to like uh marvel and disney and all this fun stuff that kind of gives you a sense of escapism from the realities of yeah. our world today so um yeah uh but before we start just uh why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself miss blondie cutie dimple well cheek princess. if you're gonna put me on the spot like that well i felt like i was rambling on for a little bit and i think they they would love to hear you um i'm not that interesting but oh gosh. <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm a i'm a ray of sunshine look at my dress oh those are never mind those are some flowers anyway um so yeah if you guys don't know who i am i'm rogers rogers wife um my name is abril abril if you speak spanish um i have shameless plug my own youtube channel where i like to do like reviews and uh right now i'm doing like a little weight loss type journey um so yeah and then i just love anything that involves roger uh i love to be a part of I, um, I'm here for it and I want to support and as long as he'd have me on this channel, I'm willing to come back. So really quick, I, I say unofficial name princess in the Raj because, um, currently I have a different name on the podcast and on the YouTube channel, but that's fine. Cause I can change, you know, in the blink of an eye, uh, yeah. snap of a finger, you know, that can, the snap of fingers that can get changed. But regardless, princess and the Raj it's pretty much implied that this this scenario of us podcasting would involve both of us. Yeah. Unless unless some sort of like work related type thing, or if we have something else that we really had to have to get done, and, and only one of us is able to to be here for yeah. that specific episode. But um, yeah, I mean, um, to start off, you are actually 
as a critique, you are actually very interesting. That's a critique <laughs> of mine. Don't. I mean, I guess according to you, because you say that there's nothing interesting about you. But just to clarify, you review stuff on your channel in regards to in regards to what? Because I don't think you review okay. movies and you don't review things like that. So products. I like to review products. I get I get like a fulfillment in helping others. Um, you get a financial fulfillment? No. What kind of fulfillment? My heart. Oh, like purposeful fulfillment. Okay, right. I just wanted to clarify. <laughs> no, in my heart. I just, I like helping others. And even though I have a few products I've reviewed, um, I've, I've, I guess I've strayed away from that, even though I have a lot of video ideas and um, content I want to put out. I just haven't really made time to film. Um, I'm doing school right now and I work full time. So it's been a little tough. But yeah, I do like to review things, especially like it's more like of the beauty type lifestyle. Um, I'm working on reviewing some leggings right now and things like that. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and a bit about myself, I am currently wearing a shirt that looks pretty raggedy only because I, <laughs> I just worked out like an hour ago and I didn't, um, um, like I didn't change out of my shirt. So I apologize. Ew. I had to, I had to, <laughs> I had to just jump straight, like straight right onto the cast because, um, you know, time has not been very, uh, friendly to me today. So Yeesh. everything got pushed back. Kind of how the Disney Plus, sorry, not Disney Plus, how Marvel Studios and actually Disney have pushed back a bunch of their films, uh, which actually leads us into our first topic of the day, which is the fact that today it was announced that we actually have a an official release date for the finally available to watch Black Widow movie that we've been waiting forever for. Because it has been pushed back so much, not just because of the pandemic, but because of the movie theaters not being yeah. completely filled to the brim. You know, I get it company wise, like, you know, the, the industry and for the companies involved, they're trying to get this movie to make as much money as possible, which is understandable. But, you know, we the fans are hungry. We're hungry <laughs> to watch some MCU footage. Now, I know we've gotten it with Falcon and the Winter Soldier that just started and WandaVision that aired uh, I think uh, a few weeks ago it finished. So it's kind of like, yeah, we, we, we've been getting a little bit of a taste of it this year, but we want like, you know, that, that, the, the bulk of the MCU, you know, the, the, yeah. the, 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 that, that good meat that comes from the films <laughs> and don't get me wrong. The Disney plus shows have been top notch. I'm not a huge fan of the WandaVision one, but Falcon and Winter Soldier so far. Has Don't not. come for him, guys. Don't come for me. Fal for him. Falcon and Winter Soldier has not disappointed. I know we only have one episode, but it was absolutely amazing. You watched it like twice in a row. Watched it twice back to back. Back to it back. It was great. It was really great. Um, but yeah. I think I think everyone listening to this probably already knows of that release. Um, and I think I'm sure that everyone's just as excited about it. Yeah, well, the thing is that it's exciting to know that we have an official release. It's not exciting that it got pushed back two more months because it was actually like it had an unofficial date, I guess, for May 7th. That was the date that yeah. they were aiming for, but they were kind of going back and forth on whether they were going to release it in theaters or just on Disney Plus uh, exclusively. And they even said that it was going to be a last minute decision. Mm. But thankfully, we actually got an announcement today with a brand new poster of Black Widow in her white suit. 
amazing <laughs> goddess queen. She looked amazing. But, I loved it. But um, the thing is that it, it's great that we have a date, but it sucks that we got it got pushed back two months. Plus, plus this is this is the strange thing to me. They're actually going to hybrid release, so that means it's going to be not just exclusively in theaters, but it's actually going to premiere the same day on Disney Plus with premiere access, which means that we're probably going to have to pay some sort of a fee of either thirty, thirty or forty dollars. The Mulan when it released, I think it was thirty dollars. Yeah, but I think I think it's if they're they're pushing it back so much, and to finally do it. I think they cater to both audiences, the people that are going to feel comfortable at home. But also, I think it was that she wanted, you know, she wanted her screen time in theaters. And I've heard there's people like going to the theaters now, whether it be because they rented at the, you know, the hundred dollars or whatever fee to go with like family or whether they're going like um, I think you had mentioned the seats are spread apart. So I guess Disney will then determine like what brings them the most money or um because of course i mean it's not just about the money but at the same time of course that's a big reason why they you know yeah but the the issue the issue is that um you know they which is what i don't understand is that they they they're doing a split hybrid release but that obviously is going a lot of people i know that a lot of people are going to you know be more inclined to watching it at home mm-hmm. for thirty dollars and the comfort of their own home, even if, like you know, just just to lay back. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is that even with that release, I don't think it's going to make as much money, obviously, as it would have been a different day. But my my point was that why didn't they just keep the May seventh release with the hybrid? Like, what well, was the point? Is of there anything it that's in the way, or maybe Not are they waiting for Falcon and the Finish uh, nope. and the Winter Soldier? That ends before May seventh. Oh well, then. Maybe they'll release more information about it come soon, like soon. But I'm thinking that maybe they did it to kind of prepare themselves to have like a a press tour, um, that that caters to the hybrid. Whereas with the May seventh, I think they were aiming more for a theatrical release, so they were gonna do a oh. press more similar. I, I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. I guess because now that they're officially gonna release on Disney Plus with Premiere Access, they have to kind of prepare themselves to be asked questions about that in the press tour and. That they're yeah. doing virtually anyway, anyways, because I'm pretty sure like all those interviews are going to take place through Zoom calls or may- maybe not. But the point is that they had to. Prepare. I I'm assuming that that's why I got pushed back. It's just tough. It's tough times. Like, you know, it's it, it's all like, what do you think is best? What one what somebody thinks is good, somebody else doesn't, and it's like, you know, I'm not I'm not trying to say that that our opinions don't matter. But, like, you know, they have a job at the end of the day, like Disney, and I'm sure they, they took all the resources they need, and, you know, they're making data-based decisions, if you will. Maybe, uh, like, analytics from other movies that release in theaters versus Mulan that release in Disney+, Plus, and maybe they just found that medium. And I know I know you keep saying you don't get the release date um, thing, but I'm sure... I'm sure they have a logical reason. I don't think it's just because, oh, we just we want to keep you guys waiting even more. No, I think. the other reason could be so that, you know, because maybe movie theaters haven't welcomed back a lot of people yet. And so a lot of people are still not comfortable also with the push to the sec to, to two months, uh, uh, two months back to July kind of gives it gives a little bit more room for more people to get vaccinated, more people to be more True. comfortable with going to the theater. So that's also probably why it's summertime. 
Yeah. Parents are parents are probably gonna want to take their kids somewhere. It's just I don't know. Yeah, it's just it's tough to have to wait another two months again. Like, like it's not tough because it's not a big it's not a prob it's not a big problem. You know, there people are, people right. are dealing with more stuff than for that to be considered a problem. But it's just you know it's it just sucks for you know for for the fan base who's been waiting for so long already for that to have you know to yeah. get pushed back again. But anyways, with that being pushed back, we're actually getting like to just stay in, in Marvel terms for a second, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings was supposed to actually release on July 8th. Black Widow's released on July 9th, so they're actually pushing Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings back all the way to September 3rd, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if that was officially announced, but I did see that somewhere. So I'm just going to stick with that because <laughs> I don't think they're going to push anything else back. Because Eternals is already set to release in November and Spider-Man... The third Spider-Man film is set to release, uh, No Way Home is set to release in December. So you already have two months back-to-back of, of an MCU film releasing. So I, I that's going to stay in place as long as Shang-Chi comes out in September. Um, so I guess that's okay for that. But uh, but yeah, everything else got... A, a few other mo- Disney movies got pushed back as well. I think actually with the exception of Cruella, Cruella the live-action Cruella DeVille film actually I think... Um, um got pushed back it got pushed earlier actually no it's actually going to release on the same day it was supposed to may 28th so dang why don't you just push back cruella <laughs> <laughs> Nah, i know that there's people out there that are excited for that film it looks pretty good um they disney has been knocking it out i certainly want to see it yeah they've been knocking it out of the park with those live action adaptions yeah so i mean uh i mean the good thing is we have a day you know some like um it's coming. It'll be here before we know it. So, and it's exciting. We don't even know unless you've made the decision without me. We don't even know what how we're gonna watch it. Like what we're gonna do. Um, um as far as going to the theaters, getting it here at home. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Uh, I think if I were if, if if it was something that was coming out tomorrow, I'd probably just have the comfort of my own home. Probably want to watch it at home. Yeah. But um, but I wouldn't mind going to the theaters to support it. Uh, as long as. Like, if in July things are similar to how they are now, as long as they still maintain social distance and people have to mainly wear masks, um, I would absolutely, like, be fine with going to the theater. It would be nice. But if, if, if they're, at that point, cramming the theaters and and it's if things are still the way they are right now, I don't think it would be a good idea. Yeah. Um, but either way, like... I, like I'm sorry, I know I always like to, to, to support at the box office, but if you think about it this way, if you and I went to go see this movie in theaters, we'd probably pay somewhere between ten and twelve dollars. We watch sure. it on if we watch it on Disney Plus Premier Access, we're paying thirty dollars, so in reality we're paying fifteen for each of us, and if it's forty, it's twenty for each of us. So uh, I don't know. I think I'm actually helping the cause by spending more money to sit on my couch and watch it. <laughs> uh, Listen, I think our TV is spectacular quality. It's a pretty big TV. Um, I don't mind it, but I know you're very much like you like well, to go to a, the theaters. It's a 4K so. TV, so if the if they release the movie like right from the from the jump with 4K HDR, then forget it. It's kind of tough because like, man, I like to stay in my jammies at home. So yeah, that's just me though. But yeah. So yeah, I'm actually reading here that it's 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 going to be a thirty dollar rental fee, which I think is not bad at all. Oh no, that's good. Um and uh, yeah, actually and and like you've mentioned. Um, we've spoke about it. Like if, if it, for us, it's just us two, but imagine $30 for, you know, mom, dad, and two kids. 
Like you're yeah. already saving so much money right there. Yeah, and and Shang Chi and the Legend of the, well, you know, you want some people to go to the theaters to support it, so don't. Listen, guys, you have to go to the theaters to support it. So. Um, but Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, um, is actually it, it is releasing September third, so, um, and it's expected to have a a, a theatrical release uh, without the Disney Plus uh, premiere access. Mm. Now, one one interesting thing is that it seems like they're Disney's treating all their animated uh, features uh, differently because. Uh, the new Pixar animated film Luca, uh, which is a coming of age adventure, I think it's uh, like if from the trailer it seems like the little boy is actually like a sea creature of some sort, but he can he can like like form into a human, like he can make himself look human. So he, I don't know, it, it, I I didn't really understand the trailer too too well. Um, but that one in particular is going to be launching exclusively on Disney Plus. Now, mind you. Pretend there's no pandemic right now. This Pixar film would have been in theaters just like every other Disney film so far that we've gotten this year. Mm. Um, or in the last year, rather. But Disney, uh, it's going to be releasing exclusively on Disney Plus on June 18th, which I believe was the original theatrical release as well, but at no extra cost. So no premiere access. You're paying for Disney Plus. You get that movie for free the day it launches. I think the same thing happened with Soul when it released on Christmas, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. It was free to watch, another Pixar movie, but when we go back to... Same uh, thing with... um. Ryan the Last Dragon? No. I think Ryan the Last Dragon, you have to pay Premiere Access. No, I was going to say same thing with the, um, the one with the two brothers. Oh yes, but that was a different uh, thing. That's uh, you're, you're talking about um, Onward, but that yeah. was because that released in theaters... Literally, I think a week or two before the pandemic. Oh. And they kind of like, yeah, they, they... They like rushed it to Disney Plus or something? Yeah, they kind of put it on Disney Plus like a Never little bit. Never mind then. Yeah, they put it on Disney Plus a lot earlier than it was supposed to. Um, but, Got it. But besides that, uh, actually just realized that Ryan the Last Dragon, I think... Isn't it Premiere Access? I think it is. It's Premiere Access. So actually, never mind. That movie... But see, this this. I'm confused now. Side note, you guys have to excuse me. I keep yawning if you're watching video. I, I worked at 5 a.m. today, so <laughs> I'm just like, so I'm not bored. Um, I'm so sorry that I keep doing that. But. So, yeah, Ryan the Last Dragon, um, I, I'm not sure. Like, I need some correction on this. Let me just look up really quick. I don't remember if that's actually a Pixar film. But right now. Um, I thought it was. Right I thought you mentioned, uh, we, we talked about that it was. Right now, um soul and luca are both pixar films that were released with no uh premiere access uh extra fee or payment necessary ryan the last dragon is let me see gosh can can you just give me some give me like a some, some clarity some, some simple clarity right off the, the you'd jump. think it would say or it's, um... I, it's yeah because the thing is that it, it might actually not be because Frozen, for example, is not Pixar. Frozen is Disney animation. Right. And I'm pretty sure, yep, Ryan the Last Dragon is also Disney animation. It's not Pixar. Oh. So, yeah, so see, that's the thing. So, I, if I, <laughs> the Disney animation films, for example, if a Frozen, if a third Frozen movie was coming out, um, let's say next month, it probably, if it goes to Disney Plus, it'd be with Premiere Access. Um, but, um, but yeah, so the Pixar movies, mm. it seems like it's getting kind of like a, uh, kind of like a, you know, being, being pushed to like Disney plus for free for some reason. But 
anyway, Soul was great. Soul was a great movie. People loved that movie. Um, so I think it was also critically acclaimed. Um, but yeah, I think Luca would probably be, you know, really good as well because it's another Pixar and usually the Pixar movies are hits. Mm-hmm. Uh, but besides that, there's a few movies also that are under the Disney umbrella. This sounds weird saying because <laughs> it's from 20th Century, which was known as 20th Century Fox, which Disney bought out. So now technically it's Disney film. But uh, a few movies here have been postponed, um, like Free Guy, The King's Man, um, Deep Water, and Death on the Nile. These have all been uh, postponed. And, um, huh, Death on the Nile. I didn't know that that was releasing so late. Uh, it says 2022. Interesting. Um, but anyways, um, I, you know, it's just right now, like most companies like Disney are trying to like, um, they're trying to uh, sail their ways through these, you know, waters, these, these like, tormenting waters of the pandemic trying to figure out yeah. how to not just run their business uh successfully when it's it's obviously been difficult for them to to make as much not to make money but to make as much money probably as as how they were making when everything was normal but yeah and then like i'm sure filming is also like some sort of a challenge i'm sure people like i don't know they get tested or whatever it is but yeah it's just a whole it's it's just a whole lot more uh protocol and procedure that right that um you know it, it takes a lot more heavy duty planning and and a lot more sophistication i mean look at look at tom cruise threatening his his team like if you don't xyz then you know well you know people thought that that was actually kind of like a um a stunt like to get what? to get more attention into the film i don't know i honestly i had I'm not going to lie to you. Side I, note, sorry. I completely had no idea that that film was actually being worked on until that happened. So hmm. maybe it was a stunt to garner some attention to the film. However, I personally don't think it was. I, Who knows? I, he just sounded... Well, he's an actor. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I guess you, you don't I know. 100%, <laughs> I 100% bought it. Like, I honestly... Yeah. Thought, I was like, dang, this dude is crazy. But, like, not in a bad way. In the sense of, like, yo, sometimes you got to tell people the way it is. Like... Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Some people were on his side. Some people were not. Some people were saying, how can you speak to people like that? But we don't know the full context. We don't know if those people had already crossed the line one too many times. I mean, in the audio, you can clearly hear him saying, you know, like they had already have to sh they had to shut down the movie already once, I think, or, or mm. a few times that he doesn't want to get it shut down again because these are people's livelihoods at stake, their job, uh, you know, their jobs, the way they pay their bills, the food at the table kids right. going to school like it's it's not it's a big deal it's a big deal and so yeah maybe he blew up a little bit too strong but you know it i i you know frustration and emotions unfortunately like yeah it's like a righteous anger it's like a righteous anger that's the best way to put it yeah maybe his wording was not the best because he he did throw a few a few bombs in there but Eesh. um but yeah uh but speaking about disney plus uh you know back on the main line because we just deviated a little bit <laughs> Um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, apparently it's been reported that it is Disney Plus's most watch ever premiere. So from Friday to Sunday, it had the most views in comparison to any other streaming uh, show on that service, including WandaVision, The Mandalorian Season 1, and Season 2. So, Which is like a pretty big... 
pretty big deal. deal. Yeah. Because like people are like in love with WandaVision and Mandalorian. And, and Mandalorian. And Mandalorian. Already, oh Man- my gosh. Mandalorian has a cult following. I think that at the I think to be fair though, at the beginning people were probably a little bit not skeptical, but about the Mandalorian, like before the whole baby Yoda and all that, you know, Grogu was introduced. I think that people weren't just waiting and waiting for it to come on. At least not everybody. Yeah. Whereas Falcon and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I think it's it's like a different story. And it's like even just from like the trailers alone, like you wanted to request that day off work. Make sure you weren't working, you know, not see anything online. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean. It doesn't surprise me is what I'm trying oh, to say. Oh, it doesn't surprise me either. This show is absolutely amazing. <laughs> I mean, I, I have to say out of all, like, I'm just going to use all four. All, I'm going to use <clears throat> WandaVision, Mando 1 and 2 just because they are the other, like, big heavy hitting uh, Disney Plus originals. Yeah. That were expected to have like a huge premiere, and um, and and you know uh, a me- you know a lot of views and things like that. Actually, out of all four, out of all four of these Disney Plus originals, Falcon and the Winter Soldier has, in my opinion, the first episode has to be the best one, mm-hmm. in, even in comparison to the first and uh, uh, first and second season uh, premiere episodes of of Mandalorian because. Um, WandaVision's first episode was a little bit lackluster in the sense that it wasn't he- it wasn't heavy hitting. It was still enjoyable. It wasn't heavy hitting. It wasn't like superb, like oh wow. Um, then again, that 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 series had a lot of thirty minute episodes. It had a few even twenty five ish minute episodes. So it's kind of like okay, but Mando one and two, you know, the first episodes were pretty lengthy, and I really, really, really enjoyed the first. Uh, season <laughs> uh, the first episode of first season of Mandalorian like I really did still still to this day is one of my favorite Mando episodes but I have to say that the first episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier was absolutely amazing like to me it was amazing because it was about uh you know when you get the credits out of the way it was probably about 42 43 45 minutes mm. long of footage and it just felt right it felt like when it ended, it didn't feel like, oh, man, like, that didn't feel like enough, uh, enough, like, mm. action. It actually felt like I watched enough, but I'm ready for the next episode. Yeah, because they start you off like that, and then it's also, like, heart, heart warming, if you will. Heartfelt. Like, heartfelt, heartfelt, um, it, and, yeah. yeah. I mean, it felt like, um, it, 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 people were saying that it was slow-paced. People said that there wasn't enough action, that it was slow-paced. To be honest with you, I thought it was perfectly paced. Because I thought that there was a right balance, a, a good balance of yeah. action and like and um, I mean, you, con- contextual story. You get some action in the middle, and then you it slows down with the Falcon, and then look it, the the formula was this: you had an action sequence with Falcon at the beginning with the aerial right. uh, dynamics and the you know the, those scenes in the air. Then you had an action sequence, which was technically a nightmare of, of yeah, a flashback of Winter Soldier. Then from there on out, you pretty much just had. Um, kind of like, uh, you know, a refresher showing us where Falcon is now, where Winter Soldier is now. You know, you're, you were giving a, a context of why they are where they're at and why are we here watching their, this particular story. Which is super necessary. And it's not to compare one over the other because the dynamics of the show are way different. But like, WandaVision's first episode, I was left like, uh huh, what? Like, it just, I get it, it's supposed to be a sitcom and all that, like, you know, but 
this one, like I said, it's just like heart heartfelt and um, yeah, it's a different, it's a different, different dynamic, different theming, different. Uh, it's just different genre altogether. So, um, but Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, you know, that first episode was just great, and I love that. I love that they explored both worlds, um, you know, Sam's world and Bucky's world, and you know their, you know their current walks in life, mm-hmm. um, because. I actually thought it was great that they didn't cross paths yet. People, some people, I, I remember reading that they were a little bit, you know, a little bit really? disappointed with that because like, oh, why didn't we see them cross over yet? And I think it was, I think that was perfect. I think that, you know, them not having, and you know, them kind of like comically, um, you know, referring to it with uh, Bucky not answering Sam's messages. Yeah, I thought that was that was perfect, a perfect way to kind of like give some substance to the fact that they they you know why aren't they together why aren't they like already like you know working together and stuff like that so um but like i said i thought it was great i thought they uh they you know wonderfully paced the episode and Mm -hmm. i like that uh carrie scogsland i think her name is the director she is actually directing all the episodes so that i just i know that the rest of them are going to be just as great um and uh and yeah i mean i i I like that we still haven't seen zemo um we just saw the new captain america aka us agent at the very end john walker Um, that was my least favorite part (laughs) that was funny (laughs) it was funny but i did read funny funny story i read that they actually purposely made him look weird or wonky in other words they purposely made him look unlikable like they wanted you to not like him they well, won. they did it. They <laughs> did it. They did that. Imagine... He, almost, he almost reminded me of the, the Captain America, like, from way back then. Which one? What like, you... I don't know. I don't know why he gave me those vibes. Hey, what are you talking about? Wait, of wait, wait. um before before they went to, to war. You mean like the, like the, like, okay, like when, when Steve he... was, was on the stage, like promoting it. That one. Yeah. It almost reminded me of that You know, that's moment. funny. It's funny you bring up that parallel because it, it's like, in that time, Steve was, he still wasn't being sent out to war because th- what they were using him for was kind of like as a advertising prop. Like they were kind of trying to get people to join the army. Right. And he wasn't really a hero. He that. wasn't really going out to war or anything. Um, so it's funny that you made that parallel because essentially that's what this guy is. Right now he's kind of like a governmental prop where they're using it to kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, let's feel safe again. We Promote have a heroism. New, we have a new symbol, a new Captain America, and we don't even know this guy. I mean, he winked into the camera. That's something that Steve would have never done. Yeah, but like, I mean, they also made the crowd go like, yeah. I mean, I think, I don't think they were more so excited just because it was him specifically. Oh, yeah. It was just the fact of, you know, a no, new but, hero, a new hope oh, was yeah. introduced for them. The, the the thing is that it's, like I said, they, they made him look unlikable uh, so that we purposely <laughs> didn't like him or buy into this Captain America. Why? Because uh, imagine if the person behind that suit was... Like, actually fit into the suit well. Like, had the right facial structure. Right. Then you'd actually, be like, oh. Had a similar build to, to Chris Evans. And and you would... Some people... Some people... People are still going to be like, no, Chris Evans is still my cab, whatever. Mm-hmm. But other people might be like, oh, like, that's a... I people, just... Uh-huh. I just, like... I cringed when I saw him wearing that and holding the shield. I was just like, no. If anyone should have that, it's the Falcon. Like, it's not. Like, I just cringe so much Listen, at that. People, people, people who don't have like a general audience who doesn't have a a a, a proper back 
ground to these movies mm. or like an attachment to them might see if they would see a, another Captain America that actually looked like they fit the suit and the moniker, they would be like, oh, interesting. OK, that's you have a point. Doing. You have a point. So they made him look unlikable. I think what, what I read <laughs> specifically was that the, the 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 mask itself, they made it so it didn't fit his face right. Mm. So, so that it, I did notice that upon the first watching that he, when he first I comes didn't. Up, I just knew all around <laughs> it was a no. His face looked kind of awkward in the mask. It didn't look like it fit right. And then when he winked, it just made it even worse. Oh, I thought it was cringe. so well done. That is the la- that's the word. If I could have a word for the last scene, is cringe. Well, congratulations, Miss or Mrs. Scogsland. You did an absolutely amazing <laughs> job because you made people actually cringe. Which oh, was the point. I'm pretty cringe. sure that was the point. Yeah. And she and and like I said, like like it was just so funny, so well done. And then on the completely other side of the spectrum, uh, Sam is like watching his TV, like in disappointment, utter disarray, mm, just looking right. down, like he made the worst mistake of his life, and now he was gonna have to figure out how the heck he's gonna fix it. Yeah. So um, interesting, interesting, interesting. <laughs> However, a spoiler alert, really quick. There are there is some speculation, but. This dude that's helping Sam, the soldier, uh, his name, well, his last name is Torres. He actually, in the comics, act, becomes Sam's sidekick as the new Falcon when Fal- when Sam becomes the new Captain America. So I don't know if they're going to take that route in the show, but it'd be very interesting to see that. I love the dynamic that they're, that they're you know, the, 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 the dynamic and the exploration of Bucky's PTSD, essentially. I mean, he's going to therapy. Uh, not only is he required to do so, but he's technically trying to seek some sort of a, some sort of a care from that type of uh, uh, behavioral therapy, that type of activity, because he's making amends. Obviously, not the way that the that the therapist is is you know suggesting he does, but <laughs> but he's making amends in his own way, and um and and I think the toughest battle yet that he's ever faced is gonna be when he, when he you know at some point reveals to his friend yeah. uh i think his name was yori when he re- when he um explains to him that you know unfortunately he killed his son now this is a similar situation to what we got in civil war where tony was completely like out of his mind when he started like attacking both him and and steve in the yeah. uh, in that in that location in the in the snow that they were in it's just such a messed up situation. Yeah, but but think about it. Look, and I know that a lot of like, Tony Stark fans are might get on me about this, but I I have read recently that a lot of people were converted into Cap fans after that film, and and rightfully so. I'm oh. not gonna lie. Think about it this way: Tony, unfortunately, yes, his parents were killed by the Winter Soldier. It was messed up. Cap didn't tell him. Cap wanted to, like, think about that. I'm pretty sure the majority of us who were in Cap shoes probably wouldn't have said anything either. Let's be real. So. Tony got upset at both instances, but he said his last words before the fight were, I don't care. He killed my mom. That's that's what he said to, to Steve. Mm. So because of that, um, you know, unfortunately, he get he let he let he allowed those emotions to get to him. And I know it's a tough thing, but like where Steve was coming from was that his point was that he didn't deem it fair for Bucky, his lifelong friend, which I don't even think that he took that into into his into uh to to, he didn't use that as a way to uh influence his defense of bucky i think he was coming into to bucky's defense in a righteous way Mm. because think about it this way bucky had absolutely no control over Mm -hmm. his actions he killed tony's parents 
without wanting to. He killed all these people, including Yori's son, without wanting yeah. to. He, what, that desire was not in his heart. That's what I'm saying. It's such a messed up situation. Yeah, but so it's it's tough. It's tough for Bucky. It's tough for 100%. what he's going through. And like the fact that he has to say, he, you know, this is the way I see it happening. This is my speculation. I really think that Yori being the type of, like, I just feel like the type of person so far that we've seen him to be on the show so far, I think he's going to, it's going to be, uh, he's going to be very forgiving of, of Bucky. Like, I think it's being a, I think Bucky's biggest battle this series is going to be that situation. Yeah. But I feel like when it does happen, Yori's going to forgive him. He's going to, because he's going to understand what happened. Like, he's not going to hold it against him. And that's going to... And, and that, he'll also get his clarity that, or his... Right, right. And that's going to... His gonna, closure. Yeah, and that's going to lift such a burden off of Bucky's sh- shoulders that I think it's going to propel him into, like, the next phase of that char- of, of the Winter Soldier character, which mm. I was talking to you about it the other day. Like, I'm excited to see this character finally, like, flourish and become... Like, evolve into becoming a superhero. Because in the Winter Soldier, he was the villain. In the first Captain America, he was like kind of like the best friend sidekick yeah. type. In the in Civil War, he was just kind of like there, like he was he was the victim, it, like he was being victimized, um, and he was being like you know like he had to get protected and guarded and stuff. And then in, in Infinity War and Endgame, he was you know just sidelined. Like right. I hate how in those movies they give him uh, uh, an assault rifle, and that's what he uses. He has a metal arm. If I'm not mistaken, he has the serum in him so he can run as fast as Captain America and Black Panther. So he should have been running out there when right. they you both had that. Right, you want to see him more, like, action, yeah, the hero. I want to see him more active. Agreed. Like, you saw the opening scene of the first episode, how he tore the, those guys apart as the Winter Soldier. Use that, but against bad guys. Imagine. You see what I'm saying that? Imagine. Like, he, he is a super soldier. Like he can, oh, yeah. he can, he is, uh, he, so far we've seen his potential, f- like how he can get in a battle only as the winter soldier. Yeah. We haven't actually seen that side of him as Bucky, as like, you know, uh, uh, like the same version of himself. That's exciting. Yeah. So I really think that I'm excited for her story arc and I'm also excited for Sam's story arc to like, you know, um, finally come to the understanding and to the acceptance that he is worthy of this shield because that's the thing. He didn't feel worthy of it. He felt that Steve was the only one, so that's why he handed it in. But Steve purposely passed it on. Gave, yeah, he purposely gave it to him for a reason. Right. I love the opening sequence where we hear the little dialogue from Endgame where he's like, it feels like it's someone else's. And then he's like, it's the, yeah. Steve's old voice. He's like, it isn't. Exactly. <laughs> I, oh, I love Steve. how they bring that. I love that. I love that. This, In case you forgot. <laughs> Yeah, this episode was amazing. I loved it. And yes, there might be a slight bias in there because I am a Captain America fan. <laughs> I, I loved all the movies. The first one was okay, in my opinion, but I loved the rest. And he's just, he's my favorite Avenger. And to have this series kind of like carry on his legacy with two amazing characters that are finally getting the screen time they deserve. Yeah. I think it's going to be an, um, uh, you know, an, an awesome joyride to experience. Um, so yeah, and we've already seen falcon in action like in a new with new tech on his you know on his goggles his red wing uh his wings are different like it's just now it's we also got to see like bucky like what type of upgrade slash revamp is bucky gonna get he did make a little mention of like he had a time of peace in wakanda makes me kind of feel like when it's all said and done he might just go back to wakanda i don't know i don't don't know know. he felt like at peace over there and uh (laughs) we'll see what happens with that um but yeah so 
So I guess we are over for the uh, for the for the evening. Um, this will be the we closure. are over. This will be the closure for the episode. Uh, I already got the uh, signal from the wifey, no from the princess. So um, you're not supposed to say that. Well, I gotta I gotta tell. Do y'all see me? You probably can't hear me, but I am yawning. Well, I gotta tell you that it's been fun. Hopefully, no, it was. I really like it. Hopefully, you guys um, enjoyed this this episode here of our Disney rant about their pushing things back and stuff. But um, but yeah, hopefully, wherever you're listening, you are um, in uh, good spirits and you are enjoying yourself and you're healthy. And uh, and yeah, and I guess we'll be seeing you or talking to you very soon. And uh, any last words from the princess? No, I know that that for like podcasts, if you're listening, you can leave a rating and that's kind of how we know you're enjoying it. And then if you are watching us like on YouTube, definitely giving the video a like, um, commenting. And then, of course, if you'd like to subscribe for more, that would be really, really helpful for us. So we know that you guys are enjoying it. And essentially, we want to we want to talk about things that you guys want us to talk about. So let us know. And I wish you the same thing. I hope you have a wonderful week. For us, it's the beginning of the week. So um, stay healthy, stay safe, and we'll see you in the next one. And we'll talk to you in the next one. All right. All right. Peace out. Good night. Bye.